Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. Yay, that lady said the word, Yay. the F word. Yay. Welcome to Both Mics. Hey, folks. Both Mics is a show about nothing and everything. That over there is Mike Sofka. And that over there is Mike Taylor, and that little box up there is where you can find us. Yep. Welcome to show number 71 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. Uh, every Friday night, you can find us on twitch.tv slash bothmics. You can watch us live, listen to us anywhere. We do YouTube, we do Facebook, I don't know what else we do. Anchor, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Blobby, MyFace, YourFace, Stitcher. Nice. Find us where you find stuff. Welcome. So how you doing, Mr. Safka? Excellent. It's been a while, huh? Welcome. We're on 71, is that right? 71? Yeah. What's that? Your age? That's a 69 with two fingers in the ass? Yes, yes, yes. That's what show yeah. we're on here. George Carlin's favorite. Speaking of, uh, of uh, well, never mind. I don't have a transition here. That is a <laughs> giant whale. That that appears to be a, a large whale, at least. Yes. Okay, according to SciTech Daily, they're solving the krill paradox. Researchers find whales eat and poop far more than we previously thought. This is big okay. news. This is so uh, yeah. This makes Shocking. me believe that maybe those maybe they're the source of uh climate change and maybe years ago Nothing. when they used to slaughter whales, maybe they were onto something, getting rid of them damn whales. They eat and yeah. poop too much. Why did this story lead on the six o'clock news tonight here in I, Jacksonville? I don't know. I I, I I'm I'm flabbergasted. The the amazing news reporting that's happening here yes this wow. is the thing this is the thing don't sit here and tell me about the cows shitting up the planet <laughs> we can't even see some of the whale poop underneath the water two-thirds of plants covered by water i bet it's covered with whale poop with water on top now like if like bubbles come out of the ocean and you, you light it will it light, light on fire methane bubbles that's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. They uh, they had these high-tech devices, these little water and filtering unit things. Anyway, it's a bunch of laboratory scientific goobly-goop. Basically, they think that the fish-feeding humpback whales, however, might eat the previously estimated amount or even less. A large baleen whale gets bigger. The anatomical machinery that allows them to eat also gets relatively bigger. See, that makes sense to me. Look at the size of that animal. It's huge. It's like, uh, I don't know, I would say it's at least 36, 40 feet long looking at that life raft. Probably 10 foot, 10 foot, uh, 12 foot life raft there next to it. Well, all I have to say is I'm glad that the guy from the last show in Fair Oaks in San Antonio... Didn't yes. have a whale. Yes. He only had a cat and a dog. He didn't have a whale. He would have been driving because, a dump truck. Because he, he would have been lifting it. It would have been felony toxic. You know, he had what five five to five hundred pounds of, of waste. He would have had more than five hundred pounds, and that probably would have kicked him up to a felony uh, conviction. No. I thought this stuff was common sense. Whales whales are big. They eat yeah. big. They shit. Big. No shit. Elephants do the same thing. I mean, what do you, what do you, here, here's your metal for 
science, and here's the Pulitzer Prize. What did they get? The Pulitzer Prize? Nobel Peace Prize for telling us that whales poop more than we thought they did. Great job. Well, it would be a Nobel Prize. There's a Nobel Peace Prize, or there's a Nobel Prize for peace, then a Nobel Prize for science. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, no big alert there, but I'm just happy that they're in the water and not San Antonio. Well, they mostly eat krill. I mean, that's like tiny shrimp. I mean... Well, whatever, but they, they eat a lot of it, you know, so if you... Yeah, maybe I like krill, but I can't I can't have any because these stupid whales are eating it all. <laughs> garbage in, garbage out, you know. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. So, well, at least there's no corn in the, in the krill. Yeah, corn, that is not exactly nature's most efficient food. No. But hell, you can make almost anything out of it, apparently. Okay, so as analysts of the data they captured re reveal that whales in the Southern Ocean eat about twice as much krill as previous estimates suggested. Then the krill-eating blue and humpback whales off the coast of California who eat two to three times as much as previously thought. So they're finding out how much each of these types of whales are... Okay, I put the brakes on this fucking show from the start. This is a good job, Mike. Good job. <laughs> I was wondering, like, oh my god, he's gonna keep going. With job, this yeah, I was beating it. I was pumped. I was pumped for that story. That's why I led with that. I thought that'd get things off to a boom, and it did. Yeah, boom. That's the sound everybody's hitting the stop button. All right, the longest, the longest lunar eclipse this century will happen in two weeks. How can, how can any lunar eclipse be longer than any other lunar eclipse? Well, they say this one will last three hours and 28 minutes, and it must be true because it's on Yahoo.com. A near total lunar eclipse will occur on November 19th with prime visibility in North America. It will last three hours and 28 minutes, the longest partial lunar eclipse this century. By what? Like 30 seconds? A minute? An hour? A week? All right, let's see here. The moon moves at a certain pace. The Earth moves at a certain pace. It's going to be 23 How? seconds longer than any other yeah. eclipse okay. between... Hello. Yeah, something negligible that you and I cannot tell with our human eye. Right. That's ridiculous. Stupid asses. <laughs> the moon moves at a certain rate. The planet Earth moves at a certain rate. Everything moves at a certain rate. So what? It's off by 23 seconds? What's that? 1% of the time? Come on. There are some crazy things going on on the planet right now. There's a lot of volcanoes going on. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that La Pluma thing. Forever. That La Pluma thing. You the, know about that? The Canary Islands? La Pluma? Yeah, something was the Canary. Yeah, that, like the Canary Islands are going to fall into the ocean. Yeah. And cause a 3,000-foot tsunami. And yeah. by the time it reaches the American coast, it's going to be 300 feet high. Yeah, I saw that guy on YouTube. He needs to be chased, <laughs> he needs to be chased with a stick. Flip and what else? Is, well, there's what? California was on fire. Then uh, they had those wind, wind and rainstorms a couple weeks ago. It happens all the time. Hurricanes all the time. Tornadoes exactly. The time. That's what I'm saying. Why are we freaking out? Everybody's, it's oh all, my God, the world's ending. Oh my God. Yeah, it's all, it's all a matter of what the cycle is in the media. What are we what are we reporting on this week? What are we diverting attention away from this week? Yeah, well, either way. You know, you always notice that when there's like a major airplane crash and all of a sudden every, every night in the news, there's something going on with an airplane and then it, it changes to something else, you know? <clears throat> 
I always wanted to, I always like to get the seat by the, the uh, exit row there. You get the more leg room. You? You like the leg room on the plane? Yeah, yeah. How did we get on this subject? I don't know. <laughs> of course I like, I'm six foot three. Well, six foot two. Um, I like more leg room. More leg room is a positive thing. I'm hearing that people are traveling to this Canary Islands. Oh, okay. It's developed a new tourist industry there. People want to come see the active volcano. And I'm thinking, yeah. who in their right fucking mind goes, okay, they're saying this whole bitch could break in half. The whole island could go down. <laughs> I booked us two seats at four o'clock. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I get it if you have the money and, and keep, you get and keep and John Morgan on speed dial. <laughs> because if it breaks in two, I'm, I'm suing all the Canary Islands. I'm suing all the Canaries. Even the islands. Yeah. All right. So the longest lunar eclipse, two weeks away. So Two weeks away. 23 seconds. Yeah. The 19th. What day of the week is that? Let me look here. 19th. It should be a Friday. It should be two weeks from today. We right? can do our show five. live from the lunar eclipse. Yeah, I'll, I'll hang out in the driveway if it's not 10 degrees out. Yes, yes. Okay. That, yeah, that's awesome, dude. I'm, oh, I'm excited now. How many other podcasts are going to be broadcasting live from the Lunar Eclipse? Um, just the Lunar Eclipse podcast. Yes. I, hey, I, I I am a frontier guy. I am not afraid to swashbuckle my way through the forest there, cut down the stuff with the machete, and be the first one to make the path. I'm okay with that. So Russ Rollins can follow me. Copy it. Right. Him and his, his Eclipse podcast. All right. Well, being we're talking about the eclipse, let's go to the alien update. Uh-oh. talking about aliens we're talking about the aliens here on earth seven billion people on the planet there's like five or seven people that run everything got more money than everybody else got bigger brains than everybody else and they're advancing our social our us socially and culturally of course i'm talking about bezos gates musk branson i don't know i'm leaving somebody out your mom your mom well musk put out a tweet and it was a chinese poem some sort of old Chinese poem. And All he's right. got the whole world like looking at the hidden meaning here and what does he mean? Is he selling Tesla? Is he is he buying another car company? Is he leaving the planet? What why what what, what is this tweet? What it's all cryptic. It's in Chinese. Well, let's look it up and get it converted. Okay. This is the actual translation of this poem that he Ooh, posted. Translate. The actual translation. I'm gonna translate the Chinese to English for you. Four lines, okay? <clears throat> beans, God bless you. Thank you. Beans a simmer on a beanstalk flame. From inside the pot express their ire. Alive we sprouted on the single root. What's your rush to cook us on the fire? <laughs> the poem titled Quantrain of Seven Steps was written by 
Chao Zi, a poet who lived during the Three Kingdoms period of China, which spanned from AD 220 to 280. That and a phone call. Blah, that and a quarter. So does this mean call. I should buy Bitcoin or not, Musk? Tell me. <laughs> should I should I buy beans and grow a bean stock? Yeah. What? what are you telling me? Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's leading stories that he's uh, referring to two types of cryptocurrencies that he's talked about in the past. And just... oh yeah, Whatever. I'm sure it means the twin towers will go down on 9/11. You know something. Something cryptic. Right. You know. Somebody will read that into it, you know? Anyway, so my plans for the weekend are getting kind of fleshed out. Yours? Um, well, as we discussed last episode, um, we're not feeling real well here at the house. Kind of. Party too much on the cruise, huh? Yeah, I don't know. It was you know, just, you know, being cooped up. I don't know. We call, we call it the cruise crud. You know, it, it's not like we have norovirus or coronavirus or anything like that. It's just kind of eh, just readjusting to regular life and, and the air and all that. So we kind of just are going to chill. We're all going to us and the boys are going to huddle up in the in the California king bed nice. and watch movies all weekend. That's good. That's nice. Which would be nice. But the boys have a birthday party tomorrow and we have to go grocery shopping, mm. you know life things so tomorrow will be good until about 11 o'clock then we gotta get back to reality and, and do stuff and uh sunday nothing hopefully so you've done uh house flipping and stuff like that right correct zillow have, did you know they were in the house flipping business that i did not know i i didn't know they were in into you know they, they have the perfect market you know you, you go in there and you say hey my house is for sale and it's a it's like a secondary listing or secondary place to look for homes. Like your first place would be Realtor.com, <coughs> which is connected to the the multi listing service and your realtors. But then Zillow came along, <coughs> and it's kind of a, a secondary place to look for homes. So yeah, if if people go there, he, and well, Zillow they're shutting that down. The they're shutting down their home buying operations. They have about five hundred homes in Metro Orlando where I live. Yeah, Seattle-based company owns a ton of homes all over the country. Yada yada yada. Zillow CEO Rich Barton announced the company will shutter its Zillow's offers business, which was buying and selling homes in the market. So, yeah. here's my thing: when people are looking up values of houses, aren't people using Zillow? Yeah. Okay. So they were setting the price, and so. Part of this artificially inflated market in a home in a mortgage, and right now I'm asking you as a mortgage professional: Is this a possibility that they have helped create a crisis which we've yet to see? I don't think they have enough of the market to be able to do that. But everything's done on comps, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything's everything's done on. If they're sold. pricing the merchandise yeah. and profiting from the manufacturing, basically, you know what I'm saying? They're getting paid yeah. both ways. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's kind of. I'm wondering if they're being forced to sell it. Well, I guess they would report that. You know, they would they would say, "Woe is me! We're we're being or is uh, this, victimized." Is this so, a yeah. signal from them that says, "Hey, we think this we think this thing's over. We think the balloon's gonna pop." Yeah, it it has to. You know, we we've been talking. You know, in a 
in our uh, real estate investment group since 2014. We're like, yeah, 2014. We probably have about 18 more months before this starts to turn a little bit. So, <laughs> and that that would have brought us to the end of 2015. And here we are, six years later. You know, uh, I'm living in a home that's that's increased in value 25% since we moved in last August. So it, uh, I'm amazed. You know, granted, we can't sell and go anywhere and, and make that profit. We got to live indoors. Uh, and it's just unbelievable how it's escalated. But I, I think it's very, very bizarre that, that Zillow's in the buying and selling. They're kind of double dipping, you know. I think they would call that, if you were on Wall Street, they would call that insider trading. You're setting yeah. the price so you can buy it at that price. You're setting the price so you can sell it at this <clears throat> price. Yeah. But, you know, everybody who's in the in the real estate market knows that you go to Zillow and they have their Zestimate. Make me move a, price. A, a Zillow estimate. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows that that they're they're way off. You know, they, they've, they've come, they've done better recently, but... They, they've always been far off on what their actual estimate or, you know, what their, their guesstimate is on the, on a price on the property. Well, this is the first time in, in my area that I've seen homes that are staying vacant and up for sale right now. Like, I can visibly see it. Like, a year or two ago, I it wasn't that way. You know, you home, and even maybe six, eight months ago, it was, you know, as soon as the home went up, it was gone. They, yeah. the, and, and the thing that amazes me is, like, my brother... I'm not going to give too many details, but he was, you know, in a buying and selling situation and he ended up buying one other place and selling his, you know, place he was at for quite a while. And he was, I think it was listed for like 10 days or so and they were about to lower the price and like offer pad or somebody like that came up and gave him like uh, X amount above asking. And wow. he was like, yes, take it, stop. <laughs> I was just getting ready to drop that thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check in the mail. So it must. There must still be some residual value here, but I think the bigger value is in these companies that are renting the places out. I don't think there's as many people. I don't think the you know American Dream home ownership thing is available to as many people. Or from your end, is that not true? Yeah. Or are more yeah. business as busy as it's always been? Or no? <laughs> it, yeah, it's always well with with rates so ridiculously low, dude. Five and a half percent interest. You know, five and a quarter. And I'm sorry, not five, two, two and a half, two and a quarter percent interest. That's like nothing. You know, that's it, negligible interest over 30 years in comparison to you know what it was. So if you have nothing house, but money and if you have nothing but money and credit, you're you're still a buyer or you're a seller now. <clears throat> I think you're still a buyer. Yeah, I think you're still a buyer. Um, and, you know, t depending on the strategy, you can always be a buyer, depending on, on what you plan on doing with the property. Right. Um, I, I thought something that, that's very odd. We got a notice uh, from our homeowners association that they're looking they were looking to put up to a vote, an amendment. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that uh, was would restrict what you can do as far as Airbnb. And it would also give your homeowners association the right to evict people. You know, you you have a, a home that you're renting and they want to pass it so that the homeowners association could evict your tenant. 
wow. for you know whatever reason, and uh, that, that that's kind of a I get a slippery slope of sorts, you know. Uh, I I could see it for Airbnb, but for for your long term tenants, you know your twelve month, twenty four month tenants, that that could be scary, you know that that your homeowners association can have that much power over who you rent to. Oh, there's a busybody homeowners association in you know in the area we live in, and you know they'll take photographs of the sidewalk and say you need to pressure wash your sidewalk or yep. you need to pressure wash your house your lawn hasn't been cut. well yeah my guy called his trailer broke he had to push wednesday to saturday they don't care yeah i'm not trying to evade any big things i don't have a trampoline in my front yard i don't have a garden in my front yard lord knows that would throw them for a loop but right. you know i i i just I don't have big company tractor trailer parked in front of my house. You know, I'm not exactly I don't no, have no a car on blocks place. and a boat that looks like it's seen better days in the fifties, you know. I <coughs> anyway. I I just thought that was interesting. Sorry to put you on the spot with all the mortgage stuff. Can't hear you if you can hear me. I can't hear you. I didn't mute you. Are you there? Hello, Bueller. Bueller. I must, I must have touched my little doohickey. Can you hear me now? Hey, don't be touching your doohickey while I'm talking. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, bro. But um, Jacksonville couple, uh, actually a military couple, they had uh, the power washing thing. And uh, they were fined. And like the fine, so it, something happened where it, it, it all started with like $3.70 they owed the homeowners association. So they like filed a lawsuit against them and they brought the lawyers in and all this. And the $3 and 70 cents ended up coming out to like $19,000, including lawyers fees. So they're, they're trying to sue these people for or foreclose on these people for their $19,000 in lawyer fees for a $300 and 70 cent fine. I, I didn't get all the details, but I thought it was ridiculous, you know, all for power pressure washing. Crazy, dude. Yeah. Crazy. And 20, 20 years ago, no one was pressure washing anything. Well, they, they did send a notice that said that they, you know, the sec, because I have a second story on my house, and they said that yeah. the upper story on this one side looks like it could use some pressure washing. I said, yeah, I agree. Why don't you get some motherfucker out here, climb up on that friggin' roof and do it? Because Lord knows, right. you know, I, I, I'll do it. I just, I have a history with physical ailments and, you know, me being over 50, if you really want me to get out... Oh, no, we'll send somebody out. Okay, good. Thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> I just want to be clear who's, who, who's telling me to do this. So I so my wife knows, you know, when yeah. I fall and bust my skull, you know, who to sue, you know? Forthepeople.com. Yes, exactly. You're, you're welcome, John Morgan. Check better be in the mail. I want to... If, if I get into, like, a wreck or, heaven forbid, or something happens, I'm hospitalized, then... You know, I need to get an attorney like that. I want John Morgan himself to show up in the meat sweats. <laughs> I want him to show up. I want him to follow my ambulance to the hospital. <laughs> right. <coughs> we talked about people coming to town here in Central Florida. Billy Joel is coming to town. Wow. Wow. I thought this was kind of like the... Is this becoming like the kiss thing where he's one more final appearance? One more final show tour. For like the past, God, probably five years or so, he's played Madison Square Garden one time every month. 
Well, if he can do it, God bless him. He lives right, right. there, you know. Yep, yeah. It's going to be a... I've, it's going to be a stadium show in Orlando. Camping yeah, World, camp stadium. World Stadium. Tickets go on well, tickets go on sale I think to like American Express people on Monday or Tuesday and then other I'm sure he has like fan club stuff but they go on sale to the general public next Friday. I've seen him though. I saw him back in his heyday in the 80s and I enjoy you know I you know I I it wasn't my first I liked him cuz from New Jersey you heard him, you know, when you were in Jersey and stuff, you know. I, I that that was like one of those bands that everybody heard, you know, in yeah. that area. So I I, I I liked them, but it wasn't like my favorite, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I uh never seen him. Never seen him live. And it, he's on he's on the bucket list. Okay. Who who's on your bucket list of bands or performers you haven't seen? The the only ones I know are the ones that I'll never get the opportunity to see, and that's like, uh, I don't think I ever saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I think I was okay. at an event where he was there, but I think I was in another part of the event seeing someone else at the time, maybe. I don't remember seeing him, and that'll never happen, obviously. Right. And um, I, 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 would, I would think that's the biggest name that jumps out to me, because he's really? a Floridian from Gainesville and all that, and I... I wasn't the biggest Tom Petty fan, but now that you've taken away my opportunity to eventually ever go see him, now I want to see him more than ever. Wow. I, I have a, Unfortunately, I have a large list. Well, really obviously, don't. I haven't put that much thought into this. I need to well, think about it. Go ahead. I have, I guess. Um, Billy Joel, never seen him. Always wanted to see him. Yeah. Elton John. Elton John's on his final tour. Yeah, uh, I don't I think look. I've seen him, and I don't think I have any... I'm okay with not seeing him. Um, well, uh, you know, to a degree, I'm okay not seeing him because I've gotten this far right. in life and haven't seen him. But seeing Billy Joel and Elton John, they did a tour together. That would have been fabulous. Fabulous. Um, and <laughs> Do like, they Paul, turn it into, like, doing pianos? Are they going to be taking souls in the crowd? <laughs> in, in a way, they did. You um, bitch. So you slut. You whore. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, like Elton John would come out, do a couple songs. Yeah. Then Billy would come out and join Elton, and they would do a song or two. Then Elton would go off, and Billy would do a couple songs. Then Elton would come back on, do a couple songs. You know, it, it was like back and forth type that thing. That was a real thing? Yeah, yeah. When was God. this? How did I miss this? Ten, eight, eight, ten years ago? No, it had to be longer than that. Probably in the, the first decade of the 2000s. Yeah. 2008 sounds good. Um, Paul McCartney. I, I saw Paul McCartney in Wings. Never, never saw him. Um, I, I think that's really kind of like it. I think everything, everything else that you know, it, Ozzy. Believe it or not, I've never seen Ozzy. Oh, I've seen Ozzy. Yeah, Tons I've time. never seen Ozzy. Um, well, you're, then, you're, you're about out of chances. I mean, even yeah. 10, 20 years ago, I was like, "How is this old motherfucker still standing?" And you know, walk. I, I didn't understand how he could physically function. I mean, he was like, uh, uh, just walking around the stage. I mean, yeah. Well, it's it's all it's all muscle memory, you know. He's he's sung sang the same songs over and over for how many years? He just has to kind of remember what he's singing and, and read it off the teleprompter, and he's good to go. Or at least look like he's doing it as they right? pump it in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's it. You know, and it, it, they're all classic stuff. You know. 
Well, obviously, I would have liked to have seen people that had died before I, you know, even had the opportunity, like a Jimi Hendrix or, you know, things like that. that you know, yeah. just I, I, think, I think of that genre or generation, it would be just be Led Zeppelin. You know, I'm, I'm not a Doors fan. I'm not a Hendrix fan. Um, yeah. But Zeppelin would have been cool. There's a Zeppelin uh, cover band. Apparently, there's supposed to be something big. They're playing in the Villages. They're going to start the show, it's in uh, about a month from now, and at one of the places they have little shows like that there, and they're going to play the entire album, Led Zeppelin 4, that's their big one, and then they're going to play like a lot of the greatest hits after that. And then, I don't know, I just found that interesting that a lot of those type bands, they're playing in these retirement communities. I mean, the Village is a huge retirement community, it's probably one of the biggest and most affluent. They have the most, uh, they say they have the highest alcohol sales per capita and they wow. say they also have the highest rate of stds per capita as well correct that and uh and uh scrunchie sales sales yes. of, of scrunchies so you can tell what it is what, on your, what, what your what your fetish is oh yeah <laughs> yeah but there goes all the business clientele i was gonna try to wrestle up in the villages yeah. <laughs> I used to do a lot of business with people in the villages. They were, a lot of them were cool. A lot of them were really cool. A couple of them, you know, uh, you know, war veterans and so forth. You know, I enjoyed right. hearing their stories and stuff. And they enjoyed, someone was enjoying listening to their stories. One guy brought in a book, a Japanese book. And then he brought the translation to it and showed me, showed how when he was in the service, he was feared. And they wrote about him in Japanese folklore. And <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, Jesus. And then, uh, when, when I first moved to Florida, I actually worked at the Publix in Lady Lake, right outside the villages. Yeah. And uh, it was the, the quietest Publix ever, uh, quietest supermarket I ever worked at. No, no kids running around. Yeah. No screaming. The, uh, the line for flu shots when that time came around yeah. went out the door and down the sidewalk. I couldn't believe it. There was more people there for flu shots than there were people voting. Wow. <laughs> Very weird. And like Christmas came and there was a, a kid screaming in the store and everybody was like, what's that? Where is it? Sound? <laughs> Check the trap. <laughs> See if he's on a glue board. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird, but kind of a very cool store to work at. Well, I, you know, if you think about it, it's become a little more open around that. And that's because they need so much support staff and the support staff are working age people. And those are usually the people that are in the childbearing years as well. And you know, stuff happens, but I get, I get it. It was Christmas time, and and the grandkids were visiting well, grandma and grandpa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. crazy. I've 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 had the honor to deal with with some of them though. It was, uh, it, was it was good. It was it was fun to see and hear different people from different paths. You know, of of life. You know, you had to have money and credit to to go there and build there. You know, you had to be some. I talked to one guy one day, and I was like, so what'd you do before you retired to Florida? He was like, I was in banking. I go, oh, any bank I might know of? He goes, you ever hear of First Union? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I used to be in charge of that. And I go, which one? The one down there on 50? He goes, no, the whole company. You know what I'm like? Jesus. Exactly. These yep. are the type of people I'm dealing with here. I'm like, yep. Jeez. <laughs> and then one time I had a guy come in and buy a car, and they don't usually let you out of a car deal, but... He's been found to be clinically insane, and the wife had to come in and explain with power of attorney papers that he can't go buy a car. He's crazy, and oh yeah, stuff like that. Wow. 
or mom and dad would buy a car and the kids would find out about it and be pissed off because mom and dad are pissing their inheritance away. So then they wow. come to the dealership to get involved with the, Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Wow, people are so messed up. Yeah. Unreal. But I mean, that's that, you know, that it, I, I think that's like that in every section of life, not just the old retired folks from the villages. There's, I think there's a certain percentage yeah. of people who are certain ways and that, that's it. Speaking of certain people, certain ways. This dog here in the Buccaneer uh, shirt here, this dog I'm showing you on twitch.tv slash both mics or on YouTube, however you're seeing us. We thank you. If you're not, if you're just hearing us, that's okay. We like you listening. But uh, if you want to see any pictures, you can always check these out on the website. I usually post them like once a year or so. So hang on. I'm pulling up the story here. French Bulldog. Yes. French Bulldog's theft at gunpoint leads Orange County deputies to dog trafficking ring. Wow. Okay. Deputies, this is according to WESH.com, that's the NBC affiliate, so it must be true. Deputies said the investigation began when a French Bulldog named Bugsy was ripped from his owner at gunpoint off Hiawassee Road in March. I didn't know this was a thing. I, I did right. not know that. Owner Jerry Matos said he was stunned when someone would point a gun at him to steal his dog. You're thinking this can't happen. Not here in Florida, the guy says. Two days after Bugsy was taken, Detective Mike Pierce began receiving tips in the case. One tip came in that Ronnie Baker and Quantivius Williams were suspected of stealing dogs on the west side of Florida. These suspects broke into high-end pet stores to essentially steal dogs, breed them, and make money. Investigators believe the dogs were taken to the home of Dog Man, in quotes, Bobby Rivera, <laughs> who cut the dog's microchips out and replaced them with blank ones. Deputies found an operating room in the home, as well as several dogs stuffed in a single cage. While continuing to investigate Williams and Baker, deputies were able to track down Bugsy. Yada, 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 yada. Wow. Crazy. So this no. opened this up to me. Okay. Do certain dogs, like, do certain dogs reflect their owner or the type of owner they are? For instance, like this dog, this French bulldog. Is there a, is there a type of personality person that is better with a bulldog and a type that's better with a German Shepherd and a type that's better with a poodle. I mean, you have dogs. Maybe you can tell me. Um, well, you, I have dogs. You have dogs. You probably have had more dogs in your life than I've not had. Not anymore. Mine. The dog is gone. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> She's uh, moved in with that. Uh, the latest. The latest. Well, it, they've been together a couple years, so. Ah, well, I guess that's. Good, but uh, yeah. Um, supposedly, yeah, they, they always see that. Oh, yeah, uh, a dog and its owner. They they eventually end up looking like each other. So, and there is but, that uh, insurance commercial with the guy. With, I don't know if you've seen it with the guy with long hair and he's got a long shaggy dog with long hair and it. They kind of. I must have missed that, that one. So, what kind of dogs do you have? Hey, Stevie. Uh, nothing personal. Um, the last two dogs. Well, the the. Last two dogs I've had are Chinese Cresteds. <clears throat> you know what Chinese Crested? No idea. That's the hairless dog. Oh my God! All right. Got, got hair on his ears, yeah. hair on his paws, hair on his tail, but the rest of his body is like your and my, yours and my skin. Wow. People get freaked out about it, and I did at first too. 
Um, but they're kind of cool. They're real cool. You got you got to be careful. Put sunscreen on them. They wear they wear sweaters and whatnot or shirts so they don't get sunburn. Um, the first one was named Motley. I don't know if you remember Motley. And then uh, the one we have now is Cece, named after the guitar player from Poison. Well, and, here's, uh, here's my deal. What this French bulldog? <clears throat> is he owned by um, a family, a single person? You think, or you know? I think this for this this type of dog is like a single person dog. Okay. All right. So a bigger. I don't think it's a family dog. A bigger but not monster dog, maybe like a lab or something like that. That's a family dog. I think that's an older couple dog. Oh like yeah. The kids, the kids have moved out of the house. Older couple dog. <clears throat> yeah, we've noticed yeah. changes in our environment around the house since the dogs moved out. We've seen mice on the property. Uh, we've seen a cat come right up to the front door, like he owns the place. You wow. Know. Yeah, so we've noticed a difference in the surroundings. The crows come by and they squawk to see if they can see him come outside or whatever, and you know, it's just like the whole. Really? Yeah, the whole in environmental area around us is out of balance now because he's gone. You know, <laughs> nobody knows what to do. Yeah, right. the squirrels yeah. are free to roam the yard whenever they want now. You know. <laughs> yeah. So now here's the first thing that that I noticed when you started with the so uh, the story. They said Hiawassee Road. Yes. And I was my question was going to be was it down by Conroy Windermere Road and Doctor Phillips? Or was it the other side of West Colonial Drive, which is uh, fondly known as, as Pine Hills? Crime Hills, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna guess it's. I'm it's sure probably, it told me somewhere in the story. I'm sure I glossed over it. Yeah, they probably come down to the Dr. Phillips Windermere area to find their dogs, and then go back and retreat to the. Pine so your Hills dog area. now? Does your dog now wear sweaters and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, and he, he's a he's kind of a. Uh, a, a mixture of so, we, so does he get no, up in the morning and go oh, I feel like the blue turtleneck today <laughs> no he wears the same shirt and he likes it right. every, every day until we feel like doing wash um, but yeah he, he's he's kind of uh, a, a, not a not a mutant but with that type of dog you can get it hairless or you can get like a powder puff that has like a lot of hair powder I, puff I like, yeah they call them powder puffs they kind of have a poodle-looking hair. <clears throat> but I like the hairless ones because they're kind of cool-looking and, and different. Um, this one's in between. He's a mess. So he looks like he has to mange all the time. And uh, we got him from a shelter. He was in the shelter for three years. He oh, was my such God. A, yeah, he was such a messed-up dog, but a purebred. So they wouldn't they wouldn't put him down or, or anything because they can get some money for him. You know, he's not like, you know, pay 15 bucks and you get a dog. He's kind of a purebred, so you pay more to get a dog. And uh, he's just a, a mess. He's been returned back to the pound a couple times, and they just kept him. So after three years, we came across him, and <clears throat> I think his name was Oscar originally. And uh, we changed it to CC, and he's been with us since. And he's a mess. How old do, you, how old do they estimate that he is? Well, they, from what they said, and adding the years that we've had him, he's like 16 years old now. Yeah, it's getting about that time. Yeah, but he's he's just as good as he was the day okay. we got him. Well, God bless him. I uh, hope it works out longer. It's just, yeah. man, that's old for a dog, dude. Tell me about it. That's 100, 142. No, wait. 
seven years for a dog, right? So it's seventy. Yeah. And well, it's... <clears throat> they say it's nine years for like the first couple years of human years, and then seven years after that. So it, yeah, whatever. It's like so seven four years old, dude. One hundred twenty years old. Yeah. Dog's old, man. Yeah. God. Well, I hope hope we uh, still have them around for quite some time now. I just found it interesting. You have a dog, and you know there are dog people, like you said, that kind of look like their owners, or the dogs look, or the people look like their dogs. This is Brightline, though. Yeah. They're we, saying uh, uh, BizJournals.com is saying Brightline says it could have up a dozen stations in its planned corridor between Miami, Orlando, and Tampa when the 325-mile route is completed. We um, we came back from Port Canaveral. We came up with uh, five five twenty eight. We came out to ninety five, and then we get ninety five north to head back to Saint Augustine. And I noticed a lot of construction on five twenty eight. I'm like, are they making this road bigger? <laughs> and then as we approached ninety five, I saw this tunnel. And it hit me I'm like, ah, that's the tunnel for the train. We we were driving through the construction area for uh, the light rail or bright rating, whatever they call this thing, coming up from Miami. So they're they're working on it out in the uh, 528 slash I-95 interchange. So, so right by moving. Titusville. Uh, well, south of Titusville, yeah. So uh, right by Cocoa Beach. Oh Cocoa yeah, Apple. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that whole area is all all dug up, and they're they're moving stuff around and making bridges and tunnels to get this just training to come through. I think I'm a little bit excited about this because now I have more. I I I'll feel better. I would think about maybe taking a road trip somewhere. Like maybe I'll just jump on the train. I could take the train back the same day because I don't have to drive that three hours. I think. The physical right. driving. I could sleep on a train or whatever. You know, I think that would be cool to be able to go on a train. Hey, let's go to a game in Miami. All right. Don't even have to bother with the hotel if you don't want to. Just zip down there right. and zip back. Exactly. I hope they uh, they hope they move it to, to Jacksonville, too. They say they I... might have a, a spot near uh, Disney, near the uh, Disney Springs area. <clears throat> yes, that's in the plans. They're, right now, they're going from uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, coming up, and then they're going to go down the B line and go to the airport. And then from the airport, they're going to go to Disney. And supposedly from Disney, it's going to go to Tampa. But, you know, it, they, it, they've, they've been talking about this since I moved to Florida in 1999 and finally kept the, the promise of getting it done. So now it's happening. So Other. We'll see. Well, this is where the existing stations are right now. Miami Central, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, and Brightline currently has inline stations in the works for Boca Raton, Aventura, and Port Miami, and then, of course, the Disney Springs and Walt Disney. Other locations where the rail service is considering adding stations as part of the 12 would be the Treasure Coast, Space Coast, and Lakeland. I... Well, Lakeland makes sense because they're, they're going to go to Tampa. They got to go through there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm thinking there's an area outside of Lakeland on the Orlando side of Lakeland, and somebody has a lot of acreage there, and they've incorporated that area and they put up a sign. It's Orlampa. O R L A. Have you seen that? Yeah, right by Fantasy of Flight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I found that fascinating. <laughs> so you know, we're we're going to be one day. We're going to have those two cities meet almost in that area, I guess. 
that it happened between Austin and San Antonio. They used to be an hour apart, or they're they're an hour apart, but it was basically one or two towns in between. But now it's all whole commercial unless you go along. So I, I believe it. You could work a job in Miami using this train. They do it now, right? In Connecticut, New York, and stuff. Central yeah. Florida to Tampa, Tampa to Central Florida, Central Florida to Miami, Tampa to Miami. I don't know. That that'd be a stretch. You know, I, I could see maybe, you know, going there, going to Miami on on Monday and coming back on Friday. Right, I can't right, see right. Meeting every day. <laughs> that'd be ridiculous. But oh, of course, the airport will probably be in there as well. The initial phase of the rail from Orlando International Airport to Disney Springs starting by the first quarter of 2024 pending approvals. The rest of the 85-mile route to Tampa may start work as early as the second quarter of 2025. So, you know what you know what this says to me they're gearing up for? The Olympics. The Olympics. Giving it to the state of Florida. You got Orlando, Tampa, and Miami. You can use mass transit to get people around to different events. Man. That makes sense. Yeah. But every time... Every time they say, they say like these Olympics, these countries like lose a shit ton of money on the Olympics. I don't know if I really want that. Really? Yeah. It's not a but money yeah. maker. It's more of a branding. Yeah, and, and and if you like research it, how many abandoned uh, venues there are that were made for the Olympics, you'd be flabbergasted. You know, they'd be like, yeah, we we spent. Nine hundred million dollars to make this stadium, and we don't use it for nothing, you know. <coughs> we had a Motley Crue cover band last week. <laughs> <laughs> yep, in a thousand, hundred thousand seat arena. There is a Motley Crue cover band coming through Central Florida here soon. They're called the The Dirt. I don't know if you've heard of them. I've heard of them, and the drummer is a good friend of mine. Well, there you go. There yeah, you go. He, um, he's from Sanford, or no, Lake Mary. Yeah, they're so, gonna yeah. be like. I don't know, somewhere in Central Florida. I, it's, I don't know, a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tommy is a friend of mine. And, and believe it or not, the drummer is named Tommy. That's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Here's a quick peek of third Thanksgiving. And, and just I'm just going to give a shout-out. I'm just going to do it now. I'm just going to say it one time. I'm not going to yeah. repeat myself between now and okay. Thanksgiving. I don't need to see a picture of your plate. You're eating the same shit on me. <laughs> I, I really don't care. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Turkey, stuffing, green beans, potatoes. They're saying that Thanksgiving corn, dinner staples color. could be hard to find with supply chain issues. Okay. Are we importing turkey? This is according to goodmorningamerica.com, so it must be true. Consumers may have to trim their list of trimmings for their highly anticipated Thanksgiving meal this week. Top turkey seller Butterball said it doesn't expect an overall gobbler shortage, but that those in search of smaller size birds could have a hard time. Okay. Uh, typically 10 to 12 to 14 is going to be more difficult. Anything over 16 pounds, they're generally more readily available. All right, okay. Like, like what, what's gonna be missing? I don't I got, know. They okay, don't so give any specifics. Small... They're just saying that because of supply chain issues. It's fear. It's what they've been doing supply for chain. years. Is is there going to be no broccoli, no green beans? No, they're pl- they're hoping enough people read this article and they find out there's a shortage and they run out and start power buying right now. Yeah. Uh, are sweet potatoes 
you know, coming in on a, on a boat from China? No. Well, that's what happened with the toilet paper shortage. What happened was a guy's wife told him to pick up the toilet paper and you have to get this certain brand because this is what grandma wipes her ass with. And he got to the store and he forgot. He tried to call the wife and he got the voicemail. So he bought like four or five different kinds and he loaded them in the cart thinking that the one, he's bound to get the one. Everybody saw him loading up on toilet paper and that's how the toilet paper thing started. Amazing. I don't know. I just Amazing. made that shit up. I really? I, I, <laughs> I was impressed. I was like, <laughs> very unlikely, but it sounds good to me. Sounded plausible, right? Yeah. That's Freaking what they're doing here. It's all fear stuff. You're still going to find turkey. You're. It's, yeah. Crazy. What do you got going on with your lighting? What are you doing? All right. Isn't that amazing? That is now that? I remember to put my light on. Yeah. Okay. Is that all better? Of a I can see Am I more now? even now? Yeah, no, you're a lot better. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. You remember only, eating only... tasty cakes and crumpets and shit like that? Did you eat those? Yep. They're from Philadelphia. And believe it or not, when I worked for Frito-Lay back in the early 90s, we actually distributed tasty cake. So, yeah. I like those I, little uh, peanut butter chocolate ones that they got. They, yeah, they were okay. I, the, the candy cakes yeah. I like. The candy cakes are good. And... Um, Whenever the stuff went out of uh, went out of date, I would just throw it in my back seat and take it home. Those little ones with the jelly in the middle, those are good. Those are crumpets. crumpets. Yeah. <coughs> well, yep. according to CBSNews.com, so this must be true. Tasty cake treats sold by retailers across the U.S. are being added to a recall of cupcakes uh-huh. in more than a half dozen states because the baked goods could contain tiny metal fragments of metal mesh wire, according to a notice posted by the Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, I hate when that happens. You know, it, 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 this story reminds me of like, you, you, there's people out there like, I don't trust anyone. I don't trust no one. Like, really? Well, then you probably don't eat anything or go I was to saying, fast food restaurants. Yeah. You know, to, to, to mass market, mass produce crumpets and candy cakes for, for an entire country and for like you know this is the first time i've ever heard of this you know with with tasty cake you know to 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 do it day after day year after year and and never have issues with with foreign fragments in your product you've been eating this shit for the past 50 years of your life we had one slip up we're letting you know about it right right (laughs) and now i'm the devil yeah yeah but anyway surprising but it, it always it always uh it always uh, I can't think of the word. It always, uh, whatever. But people, you know, like, I don't trust anyone. Well, then you don't eat food that someone else has prepared if you don't trust people. You have to trust. Yeah, do you bring your own <laughs> silverware when you go out to eat? Oh, that's right. You don't go out to eat because you don't trust anybody. I get it. I mean, I don't go to some places just because of that. I, I For real. I'll, you know, or, or if I see something I don't like or experience something, I just won't go back to a place. You know, I'm, I'm like that. Right. I'm, I, yeah, it's harsh, but... That's what it is. I There's this little, uh, uh, not too far from where I live, you may be familiar, I don't know, with the, um, there's like this little English pub looking type place. And supposedly you can get fish and chips there and it's an old English pub and you walk in and it's everything's like dark wood and, you know, it's a real weird place. And But the overwhelming stench of the cigarette smoke in the place oh. is just overwhelming. So I won't yeah. go back there. I, I smelt right. like cigarettes when I walked out of there. I couldn't. I couldn't even eat there. 
I the people I with were kind of drinking. I was like, I'm really kind of uncomfortable. Were you? They're like, yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's pay. You know, I was like, fuck this. I'm out. And I won't go back because of that. Yeah. Well, anyway, these are these uh, tasty cakes here. These are sold by retailers including Target and more than 500 Walmart stores. The multi-pack cupcake treats were distributed in Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Washington, D.C., and West Virginia. Okay, this is good. It's all Democratic states. We're good. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Butterscotch crimpets. I remember having those. Did you like those, too? Uh, they weren't on the top of my list. Like I said, the only ones I ate were free ones that were out of that were expired. So if I I ate all the good stuff and I got down to the butterscotch ones, I I eat them. Sure. They, they, they look just like the ones here in the picture with chocolate just like a butter. cupcakes. Yeah. Cream filled chocolate cupcakes. Yeah. You know what I liked? Different company, different product. Big wheels. Big wheels. Yeah. It was a big. Okay chocolate spongy type thing and it came wrapped in aluminum foil and the uh the box had two of them usually in it and they're both in aluminum foil and the box had like an indian headdress on it or something like a chief really? with a big wheel is that kind of like a ding dong no it was round i don't know <coughs> yeah i i, I could picture it yeah so you still eat that stuff now or no I try to avoid it. Yeah. I actually I went to Bucky's this morning and yeah. I got a I got a diet soda and I haven't had a a soda like all week. Did they have and the right cups? Did they have lids and straws? They had lids and straws, but they didn't have the right cups anymore. Okay. Yeah. Before we went on our vacation, they had the right cups. I'm like, oh, they got the the Bucky cups back. Now, you know, today they didn't have them. So I, I don't know what's going on with Bucky's. They're Supply chain. Out. That's everybody's excuse now. Oh, supply chain. Yeah. Oh, can't do nothing. Supply chain. All right. Thank God the Santos is here. He's going to fix everything. We've we've noticed you haven't been showing up to work the last four days. Why haven't you been coming in for your fry shift at McDonald's? Oh, supply chain. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Uh, We're at about five minutes. Any funny stories from your recent cruise? Um... Not really, no. Just uh, just a lot of a lot of salsa people dancing and being loud and not looking where they're walking, you know, just aggravating. But uh, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Just the fact that everybody had the drink package and we drank a lot. And uh, my sister laughed like nonstop because my daughter is a comedian. <laughs> So, she was doing the commentary for people around you, or what? Yeah, yeah, kind of a kind of a play by play, and and she was a spectacle because I don't know, you know, you know, she's got all the tattoos. She right. has like an arm sleeve of tattoos of every cartoon character from the '90s, you know, um, you know, Bobby from Bobby's World and the Scooby Doo Gang and uh, Cat Dog. Wow. And, Pikachu, like everything is all on her arm. So she was a spectacle and she was at the the pool one day in a mermaid costume. So everybody wanted to get her picture taken with the mermaid. (laughs) So, yeah. Five bucks a pop. We accept Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And uh, yeah, so we had fun. And of course, there's both Mike stickers. I saw that. All over the Bahamas now. That's awesome. And uh, 
and uh, on some places on the boat too. That's awesome. And she works at a place called Sunt- Sunshine Daydream. It's kind of a kind of a I guess lack of a better word head shop in St. Louis. She works there. She's a, a manager with them. And uh, she had stickers, too. We were putting stickers all over the place. That's funny. That's great. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you got a sticker or you want some stickers, you just send me a note. I send you some stickers, and you send them. You put them in a weird place and take a picture of it and put it on our Facebook page. It's kind of like what we do. We're telling you to destroy and vandalize other people's property. That's what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah, and take no responsibility for it. Hey, I got an LLC. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what that means anyway. Hey, right. one, one real quick thing before we wrap up, less than three minutes. There's a place coming to Orlando where you can drive a friggin' tank, man. Okay. It, there's, there's it's in not. Melbourne right now, and I forget the name of it. I don't have the thing, but these are some pictures. I was looking at it, and you can go drive a tank. I think it's Tank America, isn't that, it? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think they I think they have a that and, like, the machine guns, and then they have, like, a... Like a a freaking department store size um gun range and stuff oh paintball yeah, yeah. paintball <clears throat> indoor paintball the size of like a target wow yeah. i'm thinking about doing this i might have to go drive a tank dude <laughs> <coughs> i'm sure it's cool it's gotta be cool i want to run over a car like that you know right and that looks like a freaking lincoln they're running over something all right we got less than two minutes here any shout outs mike now, just to my bed. Shout out to your bed, huh? Yeah, shout out to my bed. All right, well, remember, Help. hit up my boy Gino Losi if you want to catch some fish in Florida. He'll put you on the fish. He's the man. Check out the Melon Patch Theater. They always got something good going on. Maybe donate some money or see a local production. How about that? My yeah. friend Dustin Levine's doing a good job over there. And we will see you next time. May not be a Both Mics show live next week. Oh, no. I will be taking myself on the road. Don't know if we can fit a show in there. So uh, if so, great. If not, we'll see you in a couple weeks. How about that? Cool. All right. We're out. We'll see you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Ciao, folks. and gentlemen.